Chapter 63 God's Love and God's Way of Blessing Go and proclaim these words toward the north, and say, Return, faithless Israel, declares the Lord. I will not look upon you in anger, for I am gracious, declares the Lord. I will not be angry forever. Only acknowledge your iniquity, that you have transgressed against the Lord your God, and have scattered your favors to the strangers under every green tree, and you have not obeyed my voice, declares the Lord. Jeremiah 3, 12-13 Let us note here two things. One, God's message of love, and two, His way of blessing. One, God's message of love. He is evidently in earnest about this. There is nothing of coldness, delay, or insincerity. He calls a messenger, a special messenger, for the occasion. He sends him out with, Go, as did our Lord. Go into all nations, like an arrow from a bow. Proclaim, speak, lift up your voice like a herald, that everyone may hear and that there may be no mistake. Toward the north, where faithless Israel, Jeremiah 3, 11, dwelt, and where her idolatries were practiced, as in Bethel and Samaria. It is like, begin at Jerusalem, and go to the worst, to the very center of the sin and the evil. Go to Bethel, go to Samaria, go to the chief of sinners, go to the backslider, the apostate, the idolater. And with what message? The message of love and reconciliation. The chief point of the message is the word return. Like the prodigal son, they had departed, and the father's voice calls to them, Come back, come back to me. God speaks as one in earnest, as a father, as a father who has lost a child and yearns over his lost son. How can I give you up? Hosea 11, 8 is his feeling. How can I part with you? God is not indifferent to our departure, nor our absence. Though He has all heaven with all its angels, He feels the blank made by one sinner's departure. The sea does not feel the loss of a drop nor the sun of a ray. The monarch of a mighty empire does not feel the departure of one subject, but God feels and mourns over the revolt and alienation of one sinner. While urging home this word, return, God enforces it with encouragements and arguments. 1. I will not look upon you in anger. This is more exactly, I will not cause my countenance to fall on you that is, I will not frown upon you. The words are the same as in describing Cain. His countenance fell, Genesis 4, 5. Instead of the frown, the smile will come upon my countenance. I will lift up my countenance upon you. This is grace and tender love. The sinner is thus told what he is to expect from God in returning. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him. Luke 15, 20. 2. I am merciful, King James Version. With Jehovah there is mercy, for His name is the Lord God, merciful and gracious. Israel had tested His mercy to the uttermost, but it was not exhausted. Its fullness was undiminished. Where sin had abounded, grace had abounded much more. The announcement here of His mercy is to tell Israel that all their backslidings, apostasies, and idolatries had not altered or lessened that mercy. 
It was mercy to the uttermost, mercy to the last. And three, I will not be angry forever. Indirectly, this tells the terrible truth that there had been and still was anger against them. In wrath, he had struck them and scattered them. It had laid heavy and sore upon them. But it was not to be perpetual anger. His anger is but for a moment. Psalm 35. It passes away, and he teaches Israel to sing, For although you were angry with me, your anger is turned away. Isaiah 12, 1. Such is God's message of love, sent in truth and earnestness to Israel, and sent with no less truth and earnestness to us. Return and be forgiven. Return and be blessed. Return and let me pour out on you the fullness of my forgiving love. And two, his way of blessing. There is only one way to this, and it is not by merit, goodness, labor, or earnestness, but is simply by the acknowledgement of sin. In this acknowledgement, there is nothing meritorious, nothing in itself fitted to attract or secure blessing, but it is the way of God's appointment. It is the channel through which the forgiveness flows, and it places us on that footing in which alone God can bless the sinner. So long as there is on the part of the sinner the slightest thought that he deserves to be blessed, that God ought to bless him, that he has done or felt anything that makes him more fit or qualified for blessing, he is not in a position in which God can be glorified in blessing him. Indeed, he is retaining that self-righteous position that renders it impossible for God to honorably and righteously bless him. But the moment that he foregoes all claims and takes the sinner's place before God as one deserving nothing, in that moment he is in the position in which God can and will bless. Only acknowledge. These are his words to us, announcing the way of blessing. Only acknowledge. Thus he still speaks to us. 1 John 1 9. The particulars of the acknowledgement follow one iniquity, two transgression against the Lord our God, three going after idols, and four not obeying the voice of Jehovah. Those are the sins in particular that Israel had committed. It is this particular enumeration of sin that he asks of us. Name the particular sins when you come before the Lord. Beware of general confessions. Most times they don't touch the conscience, and as such they don't reach God. Be very special and minute in everything that you tell God concerning your sins with the full confidence of receiving pardon. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins. 1 John 1 9. Only acknowledge. This is the one thing that God asks. It is the one thing that the sinner shrinks from, for it brings him down so far. It absolutely strips him of all goodness. Yet on no other footing will God deal with any sinner. So it was in the case of the Pharisee and the publican. This was Laodicea's special sin, refusal to acknowledge poverty. It was to this that the Lord urged her. So he urges us. It is our pride that stands between us and blessing. Take the sinner's place, and everything is ours. Let us deal with him now as sinners, and when he comes again, he will acknowledge us as sons and heirs.